just know that we are actually it's a form of vehicle bicycle is a form of vehicle we are just not paying the tax but still we are it's a mode of transportation you're flat you're talking about flat you can go up to 50 i mean if you go downhill you can go up to 80. i've done 80 before i was like so shocked i could go 80. i'm like whoa Sometimes, like myself, it's so hard to push myself to God. But once I'm out there, just loving it. The feeling of freedom, getting the fresh air on your face, you know, those, those <laughs> wings. You know, it's just completely different. You will feel good, so good about yourself. Hi, and welcome back to one more episode of Euphoria by Malaysia Kini. I'm Daryl, and I'm your host on this episode. So, this episode is going to be a really interesting one. But the topic that we're going to cover is very much in relation to what you might find on the news and the headlines over the past week or so. And that is about bicycle larger and road safety. So, I think about, you know, a, a week or so before the news about the case involving the young girl who accidentally drove into a bunch of teenagers on Basikal Ajax resurfaced again and she was actually charged. So I think this was a very controversial topic. And for today's episode, we will not dwell too much on that, but we're going to go uh, into the technicalities on what road safety is for cyclists. And on today's show, I have the perfect person to tell me all about this. And she is Mariana Mohammed. She is an ex national duathlete and cyclist. Uh, Mariana, say hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. Right. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. And I think this episode is also very, very interesting because I also noticed um, over the past few years of me being involved in sports and meeting people in the scene, it's something which I noticed as well. Cycling is become, it's a rising hobby. A lot of people are picking it up. My dad has been actively involved in cycling. He's been trying to get me into it, but you know, uh, so far he's been quite unsuccessful. <laughs> unsuccessful. Okay. But yeah, it, it's it's something which a lot of my friends have been picking up, right? But yeah, so today I want to know why is it such a hot sport, right? So, but before we get into anything, let's find out more about you, Mariana. Even as an ex-athlete, I'm pretty sure, at, you know, at this point in time as well, you are active as hell, right? So how and when did you start cycling professionally? How do you get into this? Well, it actually started back in 2004 when I want to get into uh, doing duathlon. It started with that. At first, actually, it was a tr- uh, cycling. But then I got to know I can do this multi-event quite well because of uh, my cycling is pretty good. And then my running is not bad. So I just need to improve. So I just got into uh, apply myself. And I ch- actually, I, I train very very tough my weekly schedule is really tough i do running and cycling and i qualified myself for the uh, sea games 2005 actually and uh, yeah i did the race but unfortunately uh, it wasn't my day that day i got hit uh, during the race itself i got hit by a local motorist just you know out of nowhere i was eyeing for a medal for the country and i got taken out and i had bad crash but i still despite that i still finished the race and then uh, towards the end of that, 2008, I got involved in uh, a lot of things like cycling races, adventure races. I did everything that I can can get my hands on, you know, like I do. I just get myself really busy with all the races. And then towards the end of 2008, I got the offer from uh, my uh, ex-coach. 
he actually asked me if I'd be interested to become a, to join the national team. And I, without hesitation, I said, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, I love, I love the tryout. So, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, I can, I can do good in cycling. I don't know, but yeah, I will give it a try. So uh, under the uh, Jungan, Datu Ang Jungan, he actually guided me. So I trained with the, with the national team. And yeah, true enough, I, I got my place there. So I got into it deeper and deeper. And since then, I just dropped everything else. And I just got into cycling ever since. So, wow, you know, it, be- it become just like big part of me now. So I just couldn't live without cycling. <laughs> All right. And as for yourself, I'm assuming, you know, although you're an ex-athlete and, you know, up until today, I think you're pretty much very, very active. On average, how many hours do you spend on this sport every week? I can go crazy with cycling. I can just cycle every day <laughs> nonstop like a machine. Uh, there are times when I think my body needs to rest. I will listen to my body and I will just rest for a while. So it, on average, let's say 10 to 15 hours a week, about that. That's my average uh, cycling hours. If you convert that to mileage, what does it Mm. become? Oh, well, it depends how fast, you know, let's say like three hours is like, put it like 100 or 90. So uh, I can reach about between 400 to 500, 300 to 500 around that. Yeah, it can be, especially when it's uh, racing seasons. That's when you want to put extra mileage. You just want to just ride more intense. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm assuming you still take part in racing events as well. Yeah, I do actually. Wow. But that's yeah, since the, you know it's open up now, the countries and they have more races coming up. So you, so that's when you have to get your body prepared for races. You know, so you start getting built all the mileage and so on. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, now we're gonna go back to the topic of uh, road safety. Um, okay. So I, I have this news article here that says in 2019 alone, road accident statistics involving cyclists recorded 201 cases in one year, which for me is crazy, lah. Right? As an avid cyclist like yourself, do you have any special equipment or skills that everyday cyclists need to know to protect themselves to stay safe on the road? What are some of the things that we should know? At least compulsory for that person, they have to equip themselves, you know, well equipped with safety. Like a helmet is a mask, it's compulsory. And if you can have lights, they will be good. And wear something that is uh, visible for you know, you always appear visible to other road users. And you always right. be careful with like T junctions when you're about to, to go into T junctions. You have to always be alert, always, always know your surroundings, you know, where you are. You have to stay alert at all times. Junctions, roundabouts, you know, parked vehicles and all that. So potholes, you have to be careful. You know, these are the main thing that you always stay alert. You always have to focus what you're doing because you are on two wheels. And, you know, you are so uh, exposed to these, uh, the cars, you know, so they are fast cars. So you have to make sure that you are, they can, you are always can be seen by other mm. road users. Yeah, those are the main thing that uh, yeah, I always take account of. Every time yeah. when you when you go out cycling, what are the the, the equipments that you prepare yourself when it comes to to basic safety? I, I'm pretty sure you all wear helmets. Do you all have like you know all those yep, uh, knee guards, elbow guards? I I don't know what what, what are these. No, no, you don't need knee boards uh, unless you go inline skating. Yeah, then you need the knee board, <laughs> <laughs> knee guard, whatever. But yeah, the helmet is a must. And uh, apart from that. Uh, your brakes make sure it's actually working properly your brakes 
your uh, you have lights at the back of you know your your rear your rear bike. You put all the lights on, or you wear something uh, bright colors if you can. Uh, not necessarily, but if you can, you'll be advisable to wear. And uh, I usually, I mean, I, I cycle at night. I, I run this uh, ride every Monday night ride. So uh, I always have blinkers on my helmet as well as my bike. So I'm like a Christmas tree on the road. So people can <laughs> see me. <laughs> There's no way anyone would miss you. <laughs> I hope not, you know, but you always turn around when you want to take lanes. You always look back, make sure, you know, you are safe. If you have to stop completely, you stop. If you can have bells on your bike, it would be good as well. So you can actually ring the bell and hopefully, you know, they, they can actually he- hear you. Yeah, those are the, the main ones. About um, riding on roads, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we know what kind of roads we can ride, what kind of roads we cannot ride on? I know certain highways, they allow, some highways are not. Okay, so there's always this one confusion. Do you ride following the, 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 the flow of traffic or do you ride against traffic? You always follow the traffic flow, of course. You do not go against it. That is like taking the risk. Why do you want to do that? You follow the direction as everybody's going. And uh, as for road, you we always we are advised since like so many accidents recently yeah, on the highways, so they ban cyclists. Although there's there's not like enforced fully enforced yet, but you know the highways are for fast cars, so you want to avoid the the main highways. So you go for the smaller highways. The one with the bicycle lane would would be better, but uh, sometimes not everywhere you can find. Uh, play roads with a bicycle lane for that caters to all the uh, bike motorists. I mean, cyclists or uh, mm. motorbikes. But yeah, you just try to go on the road. I mean, like we only use trunk road or the the road that are not highways. You know, the one that you're paying toll for. Right. Yeah. So you choose your road, and it's best to actually go in groups. Then you are a lot safer because you know. You are more visible when you're in a big group. Yeah, rather than you're on your own, you have to take extra, extra careful if you're on your own. So you just have to, yeah, you just have to know the road that uh, you should go. You know, we know that the highways are not allowed for cyclists. So we take other roads than the highways. That's it. So like, you know, even seeing some of these videos where all these kids on bicycle are just going on the highway, that is completely illegal and you know how they got there i i really i really wonder i really don't know how we all do it because how do you get past the toll booth without anyone noticing right <laughs> exactly exactly so i don't know how they got into the highways full stop i mean it's just yeah this doesn't make sense how, how they get into onto the highways really it's crazy all right. And, and, you know, when it comes to cases like this and then, you know, touch wood, God forbid, accidents do actually happen, right? Uh, yeah. It happens every now and then. I remember some of my, my, my father's friends who have been involved, my father himself have been involved in certain accidents as well. And, I, and I'm pretty sure, you know, if you're an avid cyclist at some point in your life, you probably got into, you know, one or two mishaps. But when it comes to things like this, accidents on the road, are there any specific laws that protect cyclists are any of these laws enforced well since there's uh, so many accidents happens recently i mean quite recent uh they have actually i read i did some research and that they have actually enforced some laws uh if you violate the uh, the road you'll be punished under the act of uh, the road transport uh, act of 19 1987 and the road traffic rules 1959 so they do have that 
we are actually all road users. So we have to abide with all the laws, you know, no matter what. And then uh, just know that we are actually, it's a form of vehicle. Bicycle is a form of vehicle as well. So we just mm. that we are just not paying the tax, but still we are, it's a mode of transportation, you know, so we are, should be allowed okay. on the road as well. So, but I do believe that, yeah, we are protected by, by the law. Right, because why I think this is a very important question is like, you know, sometimes when you're driving on the road, uh, if you're driving a car, you're extra wary about motorbikes and things like that. Because like if you get in a, a, a God forbid accident with a motorbike, it becomes a very, very tricky situation, right? But we were not taught about like um, what happens, uh, for example, if uh, you, you get into a mishap with cyclists for example so now we're talking about this i would like to i would like to know in in all your experiences is there such thing as cyclist insurance cyclist insurance yes uh now now actually it's not just not long ago i found out there's actually bicycle insurance they have insurance for cyclists which is very good so now so people know they are protected they can get insurance and they get protected they are safer unless at least they can cover their bi- bicycle you know because the bikes can be costing like so much and at least it would cover up at least more than half of it. So yeah, the it's, cost it's really good. Yes, cost of the bicycles are quite high. Yeah? So that's why they actually apply insurance with it. So it's actually quite good when I got to know that, you know, you can actually apply insurance for cyclists especially. So yeah, it's really cool right. to, to know about this. All right. So, so what yeah. else is covered besides the cost of uh, the bicycle? Uh, uh, the, 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 your medical bills or for example the third party yeah hospitalization and... your uh, you know like the parts that are usually they actually cover the bike parts like uh, more more than half they will actually give mm. you you know you can uh, you can claim that which is which is good enough for for someone who's had completely lost their bikes that at least they can cover some and they can you know just top it up and get uh, a better bike or something Right, and and you know, as as a cyclist yourself, and also a, a, a road user, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure you drive or you ride a motorbike and a car. What do you think uh, we should be wary about whenever we see cyclists on the road? Usually, when I see a cyclist on the road, I will actually slow down, like not going full speed. Let's say you're going eighty, and you just go a bit slower, sixty, and then you just go past them, just and make sure you give space to them. You know, respect them as a road user and you know they are more prone to, you know, to this road. So accidents, more exposed, yeah. more exposed, yeah, you know, so that's why we are more careful. And then after you've gone past them, yeah, okay, then you, you do your thing, you know. But yeah, when you see them, just slow down. On the topic of road awareness, there is another awareness which I think is very important for everyone to know and that is media freedom. I think it's very important. So support independent journalism by subscribing to Malaysia Kini from as low as 12 ringgit per month and in a way, you're contributing to awareness and contributing to a very important cause in the country. Thank you so much. For the benefits of our listeners, how fast can bicycles get uh, especially like you know the road bikes that you guys use 
Well, it depends. You you flat. You're talking about flat. You can go up to fifty. I mean, if you go downhill, you can go up to eighty. I've done eighty before. I was like so shocked. I could go eighty. I'm like, whoa, going down. You eighty on a bicycle. I know. I was like, it was unbelievable. You can imagine how steep the hills are. <laughs> wow. Well, I I I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know if I want to experience that, but I'm assuming it's going to be really really fun. <laughs> well, on the topic of the type of uh, of bicycles, I'm pretty sure you have ridden uh, many road bikes. Have you ever ridden a bicycle, Aja? No, never in my life. <laughs> Have you seen one? Do you know what it is? I have never seen one, but I've seen it on the telly. It's a basically it's a bike that's been modified okay. with no brakes. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't get it. Why? Because <laughs> to cut, I think to cut because weight. if you put brakes, it will be no fun with brakes because you have to stop. So <laughs> without the brakes, obviously you just go non-stop. You have to make sure that you on a clear highway. To be able to do that, where you don't have to stop, you just go your way, you know, without stopping. Right. But that is completely crazy because you know that is. You think right? about it; it's it's dangerous, super dangerous. In your opinion, uh, why do you think kids really love this? I think because uh, it's the freedom. It's like basically, uh, you you like you can lie on it. You can sit on it because it's so small. You can do stunts with it. Oh yeah, it. you can do like Superman. Exactly. Yeah. And I, some some people actually they tighten up the joints so it doesn't move much. So you just stay in one position and you just. So you can't steer. No, no, yeah. You just you can lie on it and you can do like make like you're flying like Superman on it. You know, so it's so dangerous. But kids, you know how kids are. They are so adventurous. They want to try something different. They think this is like fun. So that's why they they love it. They like that. That freedom, you know, like being superhero on the bike, too dangerous. Even on a track, I don't think so. It fits. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear guards here, helmet, and they don't use helmet. That's another thing too. They don't use helmet. If you fly, you that fly. Is, that's it. So that is make it. That is making it a super dangerous sport, if you want to call it a sport. I'm actually looking at a picture of a bicycle, Aja. Now it looks very, very odd. It, it's like a mini super bike. Uh, in, wow. in the shape of a bicycle, okay. it's very odd because like the forks are really short. Imagine your mm-hmm. handlebars all the way down towards towards uh, the top of your wheel. So I think it's 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 super low. So I think even your sitting position, it's very much yeah. Like, uh, so odd. It, it looks very odd. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not like you know like a, like a road bike position. It's like it's no. like you're practically lying down on the bike. Some people just willing to take the risk and just do it. You know that they, they don't care. They don't. Think about the safety issue, so they just do it for the sake of fun. It's not just the safety of them; it's the safety of the mm. people around them that is really scary. If I see bicycles like this on the road, even when you see mud rapids on the highway, I get more scared because it's like okay, someone's gonna fall off, and I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna drive over them or something. That True. there's always this thought running in your yes, head. Yes, you're right. So, you're right. I mean, and I really yep. feel that something has to be done, uh, for for us to you know overcome things like this because I think any accident like this would actually affect the reputation of cyclists generally on the road. Whether you're a baskalaja, whether you're a group of cyclists riding road bikes or mountain bikes or whatever not, I think we should start talking about safety. So now. 
now I would like to know, in your opinion, uh, when it comes to road safety in Malaysia, especially in urban areas, in KL especially, you see you see uh, cycling becoming a growing spot. It, it's a yeah. very hot hot thing to do. Everyone wants to, to start cycling. I know so many friends have got into it. Yep. What do you think are some of the changes that we need to see when it comes to uh, road safety in the city, outside the city, and things like that? Well, I think the main thing is the main one is to build bicycle lane for cyclists for so that they feel safer they're given a call it the right to ride on the road so when they feel that then there'll be more cyclists that will be riding on the road because we are road users and we all sharing the road but some they just they will you will find some some aggressive drivers you know motorists that don't really care about uh, the presence of cyclists. You know, if you if you go on the, I mean, we can't go to the highways. If you go on the road trunk or like you know the back way, there's there's only so much space on the road, and there there are very little Correct. space for for you know for car that want to stop yeah. or rest. You know, right. So if they actually it's make it slightly one lane, bigger, right? Exactly. So you know, if they have uh, one special lane just for the ri- riders will be a lot better. I mean, if saying that, you know, from young, I believe that during before they take their driving license, they should be implementing it already in as part of the rules, you know, that they have to mm. learn that there are cyclists on the road. You have to know this. You have to educate them. That's right. how you do it, I think. Because if you don't get them to start from the beginning, then they wouldn't know. And then suddenly they say, oh, cyclists doing here and they're all, they're only aware of the motorbikes uh, but they're not aware of right. cyclists so if they're being taught being guided since they're since they get started so they're aware of this situation one of my biggest takeaways from what you have mentioned throughout this entire conversation that i have had with you is to understand that cyclists are also users of the road and and bicycle is a mode of transportation as well um for roads That's as right. well so i think this is an awareness which is i think very new to me because i never thought of it as it is right you, mm-hmm. you, you never really think that when you think about road users you only think about cars and bikes and that's it yes. right you never that's think right. about cyclists like like you said education is very important yeah i think the the ultimate lesson would be to you know really respect all motorists on the road exactly yeah yeah this actually leads on to my last question which is i think we've spoken to our heart's content about road safety (laughs) uh so now let's talk about people wanting to get into the sport right whether as a hobby or professionally like myself i i yeah i've ridden i've ridden road bikes before but i've never fully been involved in it why because i'm always afraid of the cost right so i'm scared if like okay i get a bike now what if i lose interest and then it just starts collecting dust in my house and i don't know how to maintain it properly and then the bike becomes a complete waste of time i i'm very afraid because like Okay, what if I fall down and then I don't like it anymore? Because it's it's an investment, right? Uh, so that has always been my personal fear as to why I have always been very afraid into getting it. But what would your advice be to people out there who have been wanting to get into this activity? Well, my advice is, I mean, like every everybody has, I mean, they choose what sports they want to do. So if you choose cycling as your hobby, as your sports, I mean, this. Try to invest into something that you can afford. You can afford and then so you know that you are not wasting too much and try to uh, being smart at purchasing your gear. Just uh, just make sure you have all the safety, the equipment like the bell or the light and those important things and the brakes working well. And then uh, 
and just start cycling and you actually will feel how how good you feel once you're actually out there sometimes like myself it's so hard to push myself to god but once i'm out there just loving it it's just completely different oh yeah it's another adrenaline the feeling of freedom feeling feeling the getting the fresh air on your face you know those those (laughs) wings you know it's just completely different you will feel good so good about yourself you you will actually get to know that uh, cycling is something just completely different you know you can do other things as well but uh, but cycling is just a different kind of sports that require all the motor movements you know so you're actually using all yeah. your body parts so you you have to get onto bike and then you will find how how good it feels after <laughs> the ride yeah so you know you just you never don't try you never know Exactly. You don't don't ever push yourself. Just first, when you just got into it, just enjoy the ride. Just enjoy it. You know, without thinking any anything else, just enjoy it. And I'm But, assuming cycling. Yeah. There's there's many types of cycling too. Can you just run us through what what are the you know types of cycling out there? Because I, 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 there's road bikes. There are mountain bikes. Oh my, uh, yeah. They have I the gravel bike. Yeah. They have the city bike. The what? Those, yeah, city bikes. They can ride around the city. It's, it's not the, as thin. Bikes. It's not. Yeah, it's not as thin. Oh. It's that the tire is slightly fat. Yeah, it's like uh, okay. there's gravel bike as well. The gravel bike can go into gravel, so which is. It's actually good for you know like uh, those gravel road. It's like mountain okay. mountain bike is just fat, you know, and they have fat bike at the uh, as well. Fat bike is fat bike. Yeah, everything is big. Uh, nowadays they have this e e bikes, you know, where where you can you can actually use it on gravel or on the road. Uh, the e bikes are not the ones that aunties ride to the market, right? Uh no, these are for people who just. Maybe they're too lazy to push up the hills or something, so they use the oh, okay. e-bike and then they convert it into machine. It's actually a built-in machine. So these bikes are so expensive, but yet people will invest into it, so to save it from the extra suffering going up the hills, <laughs> or they they think the distance is just way too long, so they can't take it. So okay, so let the machine take over take over instead. <laughs> Oh, so, that sounds quite fun. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, especially if you use it on a mountain bike, uh, e-bike on a mountain bike, then it will be better because you know you you don't have to you know the the machine is still working. You know you're still going through all these uh, nice route, nice rolling routes. You know without much worry. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's just how different you know different people like to try out different things. But for me, I just always been on a, a road. Road cycling. So I, I mean, I started with a mountain bike, and then uh, ah, when I tried okay. the road bike, I just love it. So I just been on uh, road bike ever since until now. I never tried really other bikes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so assuming I am interested to get into road cycling, right? What you mean getting be, serious uh, into dis- it? No, 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 not not serious. Just to try oh. things out, you know, okay. casual, maybe once a week. You know, okay. But what would an estimate budget be? Uh, I think uh, around. Three thousand or less. Sometimes you can a thousand plus. Yeah, three thousand or less. You can actually more or less. You can actually get a good bike for yourself. Uh, sometimes even right, less if you can get second hand bike. Yeah, even like you can ah. get second hand bikes. It's even cheaper. So you know, if you know you're not gonna use it much, why not just invest on second hand bikes? And you know, it's it's affordable, and you know, it's something healthy. It's a healthy lifestyle you're getting into. So, and riding bikes Definitely. is good to just go somewhere. You know, rather than just Using the cars, you know, you're burning fuel. 
it's not so environmental friendly burn more fat instead of burn there you go fat. and then you go <laughs> have your breakfast then ride back there you go Oh, that's amazing. That sounds so good with your morning white coffees and all. Mm. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mariana, for speaking to us about getting better awareness about road safety, especially uh, in the cycling discipline. And, you know, uh, for spending some time, you know, you could have been cycling tonight, but, you know, you spent some time speaking to me instead. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for inviting me to to join this session. I really, it's a really great pleasure to be here. And it's my first time, so I'm happy to be part of it. Thank you so much. Wow, you sound like a veteran anyway. I didn't know it's your first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's our yeah. pleasure. And for the okay. listeners out there, thank you so much for listening up until the very end of this episode. If you would like to check out our social media posts, you want to find out what our new episodes are going to be, what our previous episodes are about, you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram at MK. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, we, I think we are, you know, over 30 episodes now. We have so many interesting topics. We have so many amazing guests that we've spoken to. You can always find us on Spotify at Euphoria by Malaysia Kini. Thank you so much, everyone. We hope you had a really good time and I'm hoping to catch you on the next one. Bye.